0: of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wrestling Soup is intended for a mature audience. We like to use naughty words.
1: You're going to protect Conrad from the heat he has with the Wrestling Soup podcast. Okay, Adam, uh, explain to me. Uh, about the heat that Conrad
2: has with uh, with the Wrestling Soup podcast. Oh, Joy! What the fuck is wrong with you? And who the fuck is the Wrestling Soup podcast? What the fuck is wrong with of, you? What's the name of their podcast? Wrestling Soup?
3: What? I've never heard of it either. Oh, really? Just go. Mm-hmm. Bye. Sucks. Hey, everybody wants to do a podcast, huh? Fuck off. Motherfucker. Come on, man.
2: Hey, everybody wants to do a podcast, yeah. huh? Because oh, you know they're just a so bunch of dickheads This is Wrestling, Wrestling Soup. Soup Come on man It's such good shit What's the name
3: of, what's the name of their podcast? Wrestling Soup Podcast <laughs> I gotta look them up
2: Halloween oh. Havoc 2022 uh, live from Orlando, Florida at the WWE Performance Center. Show started around uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. We got about a half hour of, of jabber jaw beforehand with Sam Roberts and other people. Man, Sam... Sam looks like a fucking serial killer at this point, doesn't he? I remember well, when he was baby-faced and really had nice curly hair and stuff like that, and he look like a normal guy. And the more and more I see him in WWE programming, the more and more he looks like he's hiding bodies. Oh, well, I, you see,
3: I wouldn't go that far with them. I think he's just basically uh Tony Khan without a billion dollars. Oh, oh that's, that's mean. the vibe I get. Like oh. he's that kind of fan.
2: No, where he's just, yeah, no, you don't get that. I don't, I mean, I just think he looks bad. I don't know about him being a, a complete nonce. You know what I mean? I know.
3: I'm sounds like I'm being kind of crude and being a little stiff on the guy, but it seems that's the impression I get. Like Dude, if I Tony Khan was like, what if I, if you let Tony Khan do a pre-show for a wrestling show, yeah, that's yeah. what it would sound like. <laughs> oh, man. Am I wrong? If it was him sitting there holding the mic being like, yeah, who's going to win tonight? He would be. Actually, you know what? That is unfair. Because yeah. I'm going to be like, Sam dude, is way more measured.
2: Well, not only that, measured. he's also been in different promotions and stuff like that. He does announcing and, and everything. I mean, like he's, he's been a part of it, right? Like at least on that side of it, like on the same level as JD or Jason or a few other people. I Tony Khan owns a company, Joe, and he seems like he's a bigger mark than anybody in the audience. Wow. Well, that's yeah. a totally different personality than Sam. Sam is smarmy sometimes. Like even on the WWE stuff, he, he comes off a little smarmy. He was kind of stepping on people's toes uh, right before the NXT pay-per-view. But I, I don't know if I look at him as like being, oh, my God, it's Cody Rhodes. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't see him being like that publicly. (laughs) I think he knows better,
3: right? I mean, I'm sure there's a part of him that still does that in private to a degree. I
2: can see him doing that on purpose to be irritating. You know, like the whole "what's the haps" thing that went on for years. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
3: I I don't know. The pre-show was fine, though. this This is what really sucks is because I see the pre-show, I see the packages, and I'm like, oh, this could. This is a little corny, obviously, but it feels like more of a wrestling show than a lot of the other shit that I see. And then they promptly rub it in your face and basically say, you thought this was going to be a wrestling show. Not even close. Well, we knew it was going to be corny,
2: right? I mean, your first clue that this was going to be a corny night was the spin the wheel, make the deal. Like, we're just still pushing that. (laughs) since what 1996 (laughs) you know like 94
3: which even for that being corny mesh at least it falls into like the motif you know what I mean like I'm like all right this is what we're going with it's a silly kind of Halloween show and I'm like all right I'm fine with it being kind of a silly Halloween show but what I'm not fine with it is devolving into like a complete dog shit backyard wrestling show
2: basically Mm, yeah
3: like this, this was a remarkably bad show. Right. Almost top to bottom. I mean, there were some little glimpses of where I was like, oh, that was, that was fun. But for the most part, it was a complete reminder of why developmental shouldn't be on television. Right. At all. Right. Like at fucking all. But yeah, bad. Really, really fucking bad. But the pre-show, I, I, I like that little panel. I think yeah. it's good. I'm glad they're, like, standing and having a conversation, which makes it better than the main show, in my opinion, because the main show, it's, like, set up like it's ESPN.
2: or Right, they want to be Fox Sports and shit. Oh, yeah, totally, man.
3: And it doesn't fit. Like, it just doesn't fit with what they're doing and what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then they always have what's-her-name in the middle there where she's, like, this little teeny peanut, and she's, like, the master of ceremonies. What's her name? Um, Oh, my God. The chick that does the pre-show. cute uh, a cute little black chick. Mackenzie
2: Mitchell or whatever the fuck her name oh, is. Oh, Kayla Braxton. Oh, yeah, Kayla yeah. Braxton. Sorry.
3: Yeah. Kayla Braxton. And, and by the way. Yeah, because it was Dave
2: people. LaGreca, Mackenzie Mitchell, and Sam Roberts on that panel.
3: Oh, yeah. And yeah. they did fine. They yeah. did fine. But yeah, with the WWE show, when they do the main roster one, it's like she's always up there with like Booker or JBL and these guys. And I'm just like, she legitimately looks like a five-year-old being like, what? Why do you, you do for work? What's your job? Do you have a car? Can you drive a car? Whereas this, like them standing next to each other, I'm like, oh, this seems like they're actually having a conversation. Right. It looks like news. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm watching news. I got it. But yeah, no, this was fine. The pre-show thing was fine. The packages were fine. And when the show started, I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm
2: interested. Yeah. A lot of packages and- tonight, too. I mean, we'll talk. Well, I guess we won't talk about them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you got two packages for Cody Rhodes. You got yeah. one for Charlotte Flair. You got one for somebody else, too. Who else was in there? Yeah.
3: Well, uh, it
2: was it, the,
3: the video packages. Were gorgeous, man. Of, hmm. Gorgeous. Yeah,
2: yeah, you could have. have, It was kind of funny because I was like almost looking forward to the production packages at some points because I'm like, oh, at least these are pretty badass, man.
3: Yeah, it's breaking. Oh, Bianca. That's
2: right, Bianca Blair's package. yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Which Bianca is just like. But by the way, it's just a reminder why even like Bianca. You're like, thank God this chick's still not down there because she would be having to deal with these fucking people. Yeah, and she's so far beyond them. Already, already. Well,
2: yeah, that's that's the other problem too. Is NXT 3.0 needs to develop, and it's it's funny because we we talked about it even on Thursday and stuff like that. Clearly, they're trying. Like Shawn Michaels and Triple H are trying, and I I really like the idea of the regular shows getting sprinkled in with people that are just standing around and catering from the main roster, like yeah. like Nikki and Dewdrop to Ripley. You know, to random Shinsuke Nakamura appearances. Like, it, it's not a bad idea. It's like, if these guys aren't working a program on the main roster, why not send them down to NXT? You
3: yeah. Know? And God knows when they have to work each other, it's fucking bad.
2: Right, <laughs> right. Tonight
3: was a real showing of why you cannot have green wrestlers versus green wrestlers nonstop.
2: Well, we open it up with one of the stronger matches uh, of the night, in my opinion, which was Wesley. Uh, defeating Carmelo Hayes, uh, Oro Von Wagner, and Nathan Frazier in a ladder match for the NXT North American Championship. Ran 19 minutes, 17 seconds. Dude, I, I would probably, you know, I'll go out on a limb here and say that this was my favorite match of the night easily. Um, I was really, really happy that Wesley won it. I mean, there's a guy who's been getting kicked around for a long time and not due to his own fault. Like the, right, right. the motherfucker is uber talented. I love listening to him talk that the, the guy can wrestle. He's a highlight reel. I have no problem with him. And, and it was pretty violent out there. A lot of ladders, a lot of breaking of ladders tonight. Oh, you know? Von
3: Wagner's uh big fucking
2: Mike awesome toss there. Holy yeah, that was fucking great. Jeez. I thought he killed Wes. So I'm like, God damn dude.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was, that looked good. I mean, in spite of the fact that I said that Von Wagner now just looks like uh, the, the big white girl on the basketball team. Yeah, you know, yeah, with the with the with the overall uh look and the hair and the which, by the way, it's still better than what he was doing before. I'll give him that. Right. Having seen Von Wagner for the first time again in a little bit because I haven't been actively watching NXT. I it's it's better. It's definitely a better look for him and it's a better fucking uh character and all around. But yeah, I mean the match was just a fun kind of spotty ladder match right oh yeah and the right and then the right guy won you got like an actual feel-good moment on the show which Mm -hmm. afterwards that
2: kind of ceased to be so right
3: yeah it was a good start it was a good start to the show
2: yeah it really reminds me of the last pay-per-view we watched great opener and then everything else just kind of descended um but yeah no this was definitely another one of those cases a lot of fun right off the bat crowd was hot for it a lot of good tandem moments in there, you know, and you're right. Von Wagner kind of proved himself a little bit out there with uh, Robert Stone and shit. Carmelo Hayes is, is absolutely a fucking megastar. I can't knock the guy. You no,
3: know. no, no, no. He's, he's got the ability to become something. The only thing that, and uh, you know, I gotta be fair. I'm not going to be biased here because he's a Boston guy, but uh, I wish that Carmelo Hayes was able to carry as much emotion and uh, just show uh, basically a moat in his face the same way like Wesley. Yeah,
2: does. Wes. You know what I mean? Wes can give you those goddamn human promos. Yes. Like Wes, yes. when when they finally bring him up to the main roster, or they give him another feud, or anything else like that, I I really feel like this guy has got a lot more charisma than we've seen, and that's saying something.
3: He's comfortable. Yeah. You can see how much more comfortable, and and still, nonetheless, this is not taking much away. But you don't from expect Colonel that Lohais.
2: from from a. I don't expect that kind of emotion from a guy his size. Oh, I no, expect no, flippy floppies, and that's it. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm I'm serious. Like I'm not even trying to no, be believe, disparaging decades to Decades of being given right.
3: that, why wouldn't you think you're like oh five seven five eight guy? Yeah. Abs. The last lips. time
2: yeah. I remember a cruiserweight or a, a smaller guy that had this much charisma was when Hoventood was the juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't wish Hoventood, <laughs>
3: Randy. I want to kiss you, Randy. <laughs> maybe, maybe still one of my favorite underrated stories from that time is <laughs> mm. <laughs> Hoovy walking through the halls drunk trying to kiss Randy. <laughs> you've heard that before, yeah, right? yeah, yeah yeah oh my god yeah i hope that's not wesley's future but uh no this this match was uh compared to most of the things on the show it was absolutely fucking brilliant and it was still just a spotty ladder match but uh wesley added to it and i'm glad he won this title and let's we'll see what they can do with it and what they can do with him for a bit. any
2: idea like that i already saw people throwing it out there i think legend killer and a few others you're saying, is this, uh, is this the time that uh, Carmelo Hayes gets brought up to the main roster? Now, also keep in mind, for the last two weeks, WWE has been playing a lot of switcheroo on that main roster, moving yes, people from SmackDown to Raw. Is this, uh, is this the time, this, this kind of blow-off pay-per-view, this blow-off event, to uh, bring up somebody makes, like a Carmelo Hayes, especially before Survivor nervous. Series?
3: It makes me nervous, and I'll tell you why it makes me nervous. Because, like I said, he's still lacking a little something in the personality department. And I can see exactly where they want to stick him. You know where they want to put him.
2: JBL? God. (laughs) JBL and Corbin? No, that would actually make sense to put him
3: with a guy like JBL. You know what I mean? Like, as as funny as it is, like, to say that, somebody would go, why does that make sense? And I'd say, well, considering my original thought was they would stick him in fucking shit row. Of course, I would clearly rather have him be with JBL where he goes, listen, this... This is a young up and comer, you know, he's got attitude. Well, that he's was the whole
2: thing he said about uh, Corbin. So you're right. That would actually make even more sense because if JBL is going head hunting for all these, these uh, diamonds in the rough. Yeah. Carmelo Hayes could absolutely be another guy. I'd
3: rather have him with them because uh, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of it, thinking of it from this perspective, the, it's really easy to sit down and go with the generic booking of managers and people attached to them where you're just like, Oh, Hey, what are you going to do? Are you're going to give the uh, Asian guy, the pretty Asian girl as his valet. Wow. How creative. But <laughs> <laughs> the idea of, well, saying, there's
2: about a few million people, a few, a, a couple billion people that, uh, yeah. that that would apply to though, Joe.
3: <laughs> right. could just make that, but like, at the same point, if you're like, oh, well, what could you imagine if JBL was like, you know, I found this guy down in NXT. I think he's got all the charisma. Listen, we don't agree much on, you know, music. We, know, we don't like the same stuff. But I'll tell you what, I look at this guy and I see a million bucks. And, you know, right, right. I know money when I see it, whatever it would be. Oh, what JBL would say? work
2: that promo beautifully. You know, he would. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and he, by the way, he would be able to stand in the ring as a new, fresh guy who we have not seen beat to fucking death.
2: And dare I say this, might actually try and refresh Corbin with him, too.
3: Oh, I I know,
2: I know. But you have to think WWE has a fucking hard on. Yeah, I know. They got a huge dick for Corbin and anything. I mean, come on. They just gave they, they dusted off JBL and brought him back to put Corbin over why wouldn't you think that they'd pair him up with a guy like Carmelo Hayes just so that he can help refresh him a little bit too? I would
3: say that, I would say Baron Corbin is like herpes, but that's too generic. I would say he's more so like shingles. Where it's just, we know it's just like ever present where you're just like, you know, it's Sunday I'm going to have shingles. It's just, it's just going to happen to me because I had chicken pox. And then he put on the TV and it's just like, Baron Corbin wearing fucking Shindy gear, which, by the way, I, you know I laughed that 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 JBL sitting there and he's like, "Oh, these guys on the Indies are like, you know, Corbin going, oh, the Indies." I'm like, "You look like a Shindy wrestler, mm. top to bottom." Yeah, like, don't be fooled for. A I second. think we're
2: thinking too hard about this, dude. I, I look as amazing of an idea as this is. The reality is, is I think most people expect him to end up in Hit Row. Yeah, and be the guy that tries to fill that fourth slot that, oh, you know, it doesn't exist. And uh, I, I mean, the way that that entire group has been handled is exactly what we expected them to be. You know, right,
3: right. they don't know. They didn't really have a vision. Their plan was it was just like, hey, look, though, uh, they they can be the rappers. And you're like, oh,
2: God, though, I am happy about one thing. Uh, and this is another reason why. Carmelo Hayes coming to hit row makes sense. So on Friday, Legado del Fantasma added, uh, uh, what's her name to the group? Um, black's it's wife.
3: Ah, uh, sir. Oh uh, yeah. Selena. Yeah. Selena Vega.
2: Zelina Vega. She came out wearing her Mayan headdress and gear. And it was, it was pretty attractive, but at the same time, it was like, just so extra. And I thought it was kind of funny. Because <laughs>
3: just, yeah, just go on the extra mile
2: there. <laughs> right, right. So, and, and they're basically there to decimate Hit Row, which is good. Because that continues that feud from way back in NXT. Back when a certain someone that was still with the company uh, didn't sign with AEW. Oh, he who shall not be named that traitor. <laughs> Ugh, you know what I mean?
3: Like, you know. All the people that are planning that, you know, that they're planning. How can I get Sammy to give me a fucking, to give me a Twitter feud so I can get the hell out of here? Right. Let's put him on that list.
2: But the thing is, is now that you've done that, Carmelo Hayes has also had problems with Legado del Fantasma, and if yeah. you plug him into Hit Row, that almost completes the circuit in a different way.
3: Yeah. Santos.
2: Santos is the key to all of this. And I, I, I've, yeah, they got rid of Electra Lopez for, I don't know why. I, I don't know what she's doing. They all went up and she didn't, I guess. Um, But I want to see the Hit Row, Legado del Fantasma thing go down. I want to see Hit Row lose, which they will. I have no doubt in my mind. But if they bring in Hayes in order to fix Hit Row, then you might start a whole nother feud. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, I know. I just, I feel bad for him at that point. Right. I really do.
2: To stick him in the right. shit. Thank fact. you, Eddie. Eddie said, you know, she's still under contract, but she's not ready. Then again, neither is B-Fab. Yeah, but B-Fab's on TV every week. You're telling me they couldn't right. have brought up Electra to literally be a better B-Fab for Legato? You I know? like
3: that they're like, after watching this show tonight, to argue that anybody's too goddamn green well, to be on this show is... Yeah wow, 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 wow. But yeah, the first match was, it was,
2: yeah, we, we went a fucking long ways down that, but
0: you're listening to wrestling soup. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up.
1: I like that shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com slash wrestling
2: Apollo Crews defeated Grayson Waller in a spin the wheel, make the deal casket match. uh, 12 minutes, 58 seconds. I will not bullshit anybody. This is at the time that I got up and went to Taco Bell.
3: Oh, man. Yeah, that was that was a better move. That was a fucking (laughs) better choice. I mean, I can just give people just a really rough breakdown of this from what I saw. Uh, This whole night was littered with some of the worst, worst timing, pacing, selling, just all shit that people who are incredibly green aren't very good at. Uh, I expected way fucking more out of Apollo Crews, which maybe that's part of the reason why this guy's down there to begin with, because I shouldn't. Uh, Grace and Waller decent on the microphone. Everything else is really bad. Yeah. Ed uh, Ring really bad. Just not. He's boring really for to Television. Me.
2: It, it, it yeah. really he's he's boring, and I I hate to say boring, that because I see people that like him. That literally, oh, literally admonish me for saying, ah, Grayson Waller sucks. And it's like, no, he's good. What are you talking about? I'm like, oh, okay. I must be missing it. Because yeah. every time I see him, dude, I just want to change the channel. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, the personality. I-, I get where you could look at him and go, okay, this guy could develop a personality. But everything else is bad. Like the in ring is bad. The look is bad. The gear is bad. Like it's I I just don't understand. This guy's out there in boxer trunks and short boots and he has a boy's regular haircut and just a plainsy guy that works at the mall face. Like I just I don't get it. Like there's nothing to this dude where I see him and I go, There where is the star quality here whatsoever? Right. I see more, as sad as it is to say, for all the shit I've given Von Wagner, I see why, looking at this fucking laundry list of people, why they might delude themselves into believing Von Wagner's a star. Because at least he looks different and he looks big. Right. He looks like he could fucking hurt somebody. But, like, you look at a dude like Grayson Waller and I'm just, like, plain white. Okay. On to the next one. Like, there's just nothing there. Yeah. And uh, I I know you didn't get to see it, but there was... a no, no, weird. it's okay,
2: but I, I can't update people. Um, I didn't have, so when I went to Taco Bell, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the new fries? They get the didn't, fries? The fries are back. They didn't even give me any hot sauce. I didn't get no fire sauce. Who the fuck can eat a taco and a Crunchwrap Supreme with no fire sauce? <laughs> it's awful. Just awful. That and I sounds mean, like
3: this night, dude. It was just, it was a crunch wrap with no fire sauce. And
2: I came back. And all I saw on my screen was Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade going back and forth at it, which happens to be uh, the next match that we're talking about on the spin uh, the wheel, make the deal weapons, wild match, 12 minutes and 25 seconds. Oh my God.
3: Oh, I, by, by the way, I just, I wanted to add this one thing to the, uh, the Apollo cruise match. So uh, speaking of just like not getting timing, not getting selling, but there's a part where, you know, Apollo Cruz gets thrown through a smaller casket, uh, and yes. I heard essentially, that. it's like the lid is closed, right? Yeah. And then, for whatever reason, the lights go out because reasons. Uh, very AEW. This is just very, very fucking AEW. Uh, lights go out for reasons. And by the way, Grayson Waller's sitting there going, "I won the match is over. I won it," and the crowd's like, "Yes, we agree. You have just won the match." That is the premise of the match, is the person to go into the casket. And since there's no lid anymore, that means you have won the match. And then for whatever reason, the, you, you turn the lights back on and there's more druids. Once again, very AEW. <laughs> uh,
2: hey, did druids. you notice some of the, uh, the, the footwear on the druids? I really <laughs> did enjoy the one throwing the, uh, the, the retro Nikes on. It just looked really uh. good. Nothing good says dream. evil and menacing like a guy wearing 1980s Michael Jordan airs.
3: Well, I like when the Druids have a good jump shot that makes it more believable. <laughs> I want to get crossed up by a Druid. Uh, it, no dude. So just to make even less said, so now Apollo Cruz is magically fine, by the way, mm. he's just fine. He's fallen six feet off this top turnbuckle, through a wood part of a casket he's laying in it. He gets up now and he is right as rain.
2: Well, that's because he, he just sold his soul to the devil, Joe.
3: That Maybe that was it. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Apollo Cruz was just like, yeah, I have now fallen for the best. I don't know, for the fucking for basketball, the basketball demons. Devil. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's <laughs> going to come out with Rey Mysterio eyes next week. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That, so it would be something, but like just the idea that he has no fucking comprehension of the fact that he just fell off the thing and now he's there with the Druids. And I'm just like, I don't know, buddy, grab your ribs, walk with the limp a little bit, walk Apollo, slower.
2: You know, what's sad too is Apollo Cruz strikes me as a guy who's been given so many chances and he just failed to launch every fucking time. Yeah, it's just shit. Like, so just many chances, almost as many as Ali, if not even uh, more. If not, like least, he's a Dolph, he's another Dolph. How many? Uh, how many times? He's not, has as, he, he's not as good as Dolph. Well, well, but how many times have they tried to reboot Dolph? Like it's that's what Apollo Cruz feels like. I know, and, and and you can just tell it's like
3: they want him to do good. Yes, because he he seems like a great guy. He really Probably does. is. Seems like a sweet guy, family guy. Like you're rooting for him. You really yeah. are rooting for positive him. Positive
2: influence in the locker room. Positive influence yeah. on the fans. He doesn't seem like he's a dick. Like he's he absolutely looks like a wrestler, too, right? Oh yeah, which is he's nice. Got the look. He's got the physique. He's he's the kind of guy you want to succeed.
3: It, it's just not happening. No. No, this, well, that was it. Like I saw that, and I'm just like, and Grayson and Waller was, isn't
2: going to be the one to get him over, anyways. Come on, let's be honest. No. And,
3: and he's supposed to be out there teaching Grayson Waller how to work, and they mm. both just look like they have two left feet. It sucks. It sucks. It's sad, but yeah, I mean, there was no way I couldn't ignore the fact that all of that happened, and it made zero sense. Well, zero, zero
2: sense. All I
3: saw speaking was, of zero sense, yeah,
2: Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade. There was just like a lot of lot of nonsense and crawling under the ring and a Ugh. lot of butt shots. <laughs> oh, my Lord. A lot, of, a lot of fucking butt shots.
3: This was literally backyard wrestling.
2: I mean, this is weird, too, especially when you consider on Tuesday. Roxanne Perez probably had one of her best matches with Ripley. Yeah, but- I don't think she's bad. I don't think that Roxanne
3: girl's bad. She's just obviously very young. Right. And she's very new to this shit. And the way that you don't make these people get better is by having them work each other. Yeah. When you see this, when you see that Roxanne girl get into the ring with Rhea Ripley and have a very good match, it's just a reminder where you're like, Oh fuck. That's the point of this developmental is supposed to develop them, not to send them out there to slap fight with each other. Well, too much fucking green,
2: dude, too much green. No, the problem was, is that they were having a match. That's the problem. Look, they had their matches with, I I forgot who was it, uh, Raquel Gonzalez, and they had their match with Ripley. Like, those were their actual matches. When these two faced off at Halloween Havoc, I wasn't expecting a match. I mean, I wasn't exactly expecting a costume contest out there either, but I was expecting more gimmick, more silliness, more zany spots. Like, the whole thing that they did with Mandy Rose, which actually, we didn't even talk about that, which I think started no, before no. this match. But I mean, even the stuff that happened with the cinematics with Mandy Rose, that's kind of what I was expecting Cora and Perez to get into.
3: To a degree, but like it was also just they're trying to do so much with these two and they aren't good or
2: there. Well, because already. the initial turn didn't even fucking make sense. Does, does right, anybody right. reference how these two became enemies to begin with? Because Cora was upset that Roxanne won. End <laughs> of fucking story. That's how That's all of thing? this started. It was like the most generic uh, fucking insta-feud you could possibly put on paper. Right.
3: It was a Ricky Starks level bullshit. Right. Once again, like I said, this was very, it, It's it felt like AEW amateur bullshit. And that's why, like, I'm looking at this and I'm going, you know, them bragging about beating them on Tuesday night. I'm like, you guys shouldn't, because this sucks. Right? This show royally sucks. You guys, the fucking oh no, honestly sucks.
2: But I'd rather watch NXT on Tuesday than what the fuck happens tonight.
3: God, well, I'd rather. I mean, that they actually had some actual people on the Tuesday show that know what the fuck they're doing. That that helps. But this was, yeah, this was an absolute fucking joke. Uh, them doing the spot where the two fucking 12-year-olds go off the balcony for some reason. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are we doing? And then, by the way, they get off to bed. They, they fall down. Uh, they fall off a balcony, and within 15 seconds, they're both back up. I'm All like, right. fuck you. They fuck you. Fuck me for watching this.
2: I? Was, like, why they should have both come out myself? dressed in, like, Halloween costumes and then had a match. <laughs> and then just had like pieces of the costume fall off or get torn off. Cause that's what, that's what that crowd wanted. Like, uh, I don't know.
3: But that's, that's what pisses me off too. Is like, I'm seeing a couple of people in the chat room. They're like, yeah, that's how the good, that's how these young wrestlers are or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but that's WWE should know better than this. Yeah. WWE should look at that well, and say, you don't do that shit here. What Come has on.
2: changed since NXT a few months ago? I know. Uh, Shawn Michaels. That's right. I mean, he's he's the king. He's the new king down there. I mean, if you want to start fucking throwing around blame, what has changed? The only thing that has majorly changed since it's gone to 3.0, especially Shawn Michaels is king. I, I don't know if this is what we're going to have to expect from a Shawn Michaels NXT, but. If it is,
3: then we have vastly overestimated his ability to do anything. I I, I get it. That eyes get a
2: little too far to the left. You know what I mean? I
3: know, dude. It's fucking somebody. Like, we were joking about CTE the other day. This is what happens when the wrestlers don't die. The CTE just settles (laughs) in. And just ferments in their fucking heads to... By the time they're, like, 55 years old, they're like, why don't we have the kids fall off the balcony? Waka, waka, waka. Like, this was absolute dog shit. Like, this was unacceptable on every fucking level. And like I said, the way that the finish went down, where it's like they fall off the balcony, they pop up. Like, it's literally a video game.
2: Yeah.
3: It's literally a fucking video game at that point. And then they get in the ring and he's like, you're not my friend. And it's like, you were never my friend. Yeah, that was like, I'm so like, stupid.
2: The? That was the finishing line. I'm like, uh, this it's- really does seem like high school shit. No, I agree with you. Match finished. Roxanne Perez got the win.
3: You're- I'm not your friend
2: guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your guy, buddy. <laughs> that's, that's what this was. <laughs> shit. It was pure shit. Uh, Julius Creed defeated Damon Kemp. Ambulance match. 1409. Ugh.
3: This was like Mustafa Ali. Uh not Mustafa Ali. I'm sorry. What's his name? Mustafa from the Gangsters.
2: Oh wow. Uh, okay, I forgot yeah. his last name. This was like when Said Mustafa. Or would,
3: yeah. This yeah. was like when Mustafa would have a singles match and he just completely had no fucking idea what to do in the ring.
2: Yeah. So it'd just
3: be like him and Johnny Grunge throwing shit at
2: each other. Yeah, this was an angry match. I felt like it wasn't great wrestling, but there was a lot of anger out there. Cause it's like there was times where they were just slamming. I think Julio slamming Damon Kemp's head up against the (laughs) fucking thing. Like, like viciously, like by the hair and shit. And I'm like, wow, dude, that's like, it's not even (laughs) wrestling at that point. You're just beating the fuck out of somebody. Do you you know what this match felt like
3: to me? It felt like in, you know, in the late nineties or whatever um, indie shows where they would get like the local police chief or like a local cop or somebody to be right. on the show. And they're like, you're going to have a hardcore match. And then they would just literally hit each other with shit and beat the shit out of each other with stuff. Because obviously the, the guy doesn't fit. know what he's
2: doing. It didn't fit like the whole night. This is the match that really didn't fit. Like, and I, I know we're kind of like pretty much painting the picture that the entire night was pretty much crap, but, but it was dude. This was This really- wasn't crap though. This one just felt out of place. And the weird stipulation, uh, Julius Loth, Ruth Creed would have had to have laid out the Your brother's going to get fired. Right. It was just so, uh, the whole thing was just odd. It was extra. The time? It, was, it, yes. was, it was indie extra. Yes. Like, it's yeah. something you would expect. Like, so we're going to have a barnyard match and the first man to fuck a goat and throw it off the top of the barn wins. What? <laughs> and if you yeah, don't do it, we get to make out with your girlfriend. Huh? Yeah, and then, it's if, so shindy, and then if we don't get herpes from her Then we're going to go drive to the local 7-Eleven and buy slushies and we're all going to have A good time <laughs> What?
3: By about match four of the show I was like oh I know what C- uh, You know I know what NXT is uh, Oh I they're wearing a costume They're going as a uh, CZW
2: yeah, oh.
3: This Halloween that's what they're going oh, as Oh so Check you said they,
2: they should have been called Halloween Danny Havoc Oh Oh
3: it could have been called Halloween uh, or NXT Cage of Death. I don't know. Ooh, what
2: about is... Hollow Wicked Havoc? Oh, oh geez. Jeez. Oh. That's a Chikara guy right there.
3: <laughs> By the way, I'm sure all those Chikara guys that retired like right before AEW started, they must have been like, shit, mm. that would have been my chance.
2: Oh, it would have been, too. I was a
3: wrestling ice cream cone. Tony Khan would have loved
2: that. Yes, the Los Ants. Oh. Oh, the ants, yeah. yeah. Oh no, that was Lost Ice Creams. Oh, the and, ice cream, yeah, Lost Ice Creams. And what were the ants called?
3: Uh, the colony.
2: The, co- the
3: colony. A couple the of the ants are signed actually right now, mm. just without their masks. Drew Gulak was an ant. Oh, fucking Orange was he really? Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. Oh
2: fuck, I, Orange I,
3: Cassidy was an ant at you one know point. What?
2: Their identities were always secret to me, and I never bothered to look them up. Yeah, I just, I, I just assumed they were it. actually ants.
3: <laughs> you're like dude way to ruin it for me i thought they were really <laughs> you're like wait a second so black mantis con- was
2: actually a mantis guys didn't you know
3: shit uh, you mean they weren't conquistadors <laughs> never mind then <laughs> i'm so sad you know i don't want to watch this shitty liars these are lying wrestlers God, but dude. yeah this this was just another like what the fuck is this right like, what is this shit? It's, it's not. It wasn't good. a match.
2: It was just mean. That's all it was. I felt, I felt like it was just two guys being mean to each other.
3: It, yeah, it was, it was two dudes that were, they were just kind of like, cause they've never, I don't want to say these guys have probably never really been big wrestling fans, but I watched that match and I'm like, this whole thing stinks of never having been a real wrestling fan. To right. Me. Because those types of like, shitty brawl matches are really easy to do if you've watched them. Yeah, I mean, man. I'm I'm telling you right now, I could loosely stretch for about 15 minutes tomorrow and go out and have a Tommy Dreamer match. <laughs> it's really not hard. You put the bell over the nuts, you hit them with the bell, <laughs> you take the drop toe hold on the chair where you literally take your bump yourself, mm. you get in the corner, you fucking hit someone with the trash can. Like It's the same shit, uh. but It's easy to have those matches, dot, 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 if you've watched wrestling. If you just tell people to go out and do this shit, that's why you get Ronda going out there doing the I'm going to hit you in the bum bum with the fucking cane because she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. She doesn't watch wrestling. Uh, You have these MMA goofballs going out there and just MMA goofballing it. Right. Uh this this was dog shit. This was absolutely fucking dog shit. So yeah. uh yeah, the Creed, one of the Creed brothers won with arms wide open, whatever the fuck, film playing Scott Stab joke. This shit blue. <laughs> blue ass.
1: Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now get twenty percent below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a twenty twenty-three Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland four by E, or Summit four by E. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4 e models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
2: Schism happened before that. The jism sketch. Yeah, we we totally missed the Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction with Elba Fire, which was fun. I mean, the initial bit when they all got into the car and they were doing the fucking uh, the What Is Love bit from SNL. That was great.
3: <laughs> it was I know what you did last summer
2: kind of feel to it, too. right? And it was just
3: like we're girls and we're just out. We don't know
2: what we're doing. Well, it was funny. Mandy was was playing the leader, right? And she's just kind of like, ugh, I have to be here and do this shit. And J.C. Jane is like, I hurt myself. I don't want to be out here. <laughs> and then you got fucking Gigi Dolan in the back with her eyes wide. Like, she's just getting ready to coom all over somebody. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, I'm fucking,
3: let's go!
2: I, You oh, know what, no, damn, I will Gigi. say.
3: I liked that when they had her in the situation where, like, all the spooky shit was happening yeah. and she was just like, Hell yeah, dude! I'm like, yeah. You see, that's what you would expect, right? You expect her to be like, oh, we're gonna put you in this like weird haunted house setting, and her to be like, well, yes, of course, I like this, and right? Right? She's almost like, she's it.
2: chilling with the actors and shit. I'm like, that's great.
3: That's yeah, that's like that's what a, a
2: pro haunted house goer does, you know?
3: Right, yeah. right. So I I get that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like she's playing into who she is. Uh, JC is
2: she's pretty good too. I mean, oh, I'll yeah, say yeah. It. she's got the fear yeah. down pat. I, I like all three of them, dude. I really do.
3: Yeah. They're very yeah. likable. Yeah. They're likable all in their own ways. And uh, I mean, for as corny as it was, it worked. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it was. Uh, no, you know, And
2: Alba fire looked good with her Thunder Rosa makeup on, too. I, I didn't mind that at all. I thought she yeah. was a good protagonist in this one. You know, being the fucking Jason killer and taking everybody out one by one. Know.
3: <laughs> yeah it's nice it was, it was a this was uh leading to one of the only things on the show that you could have construed as an actual wrestling match sadly enough
2: right right which is crazy to say and it was but, a cinematic yeah. bit too and and i pointed it out earlier and other people thought it was the exact same set which it could have been really reminded me of the grimes and uh, dexter loomis bit from a from a while back ah uh, yes yes, yes. yes. I good times see that. good times
3: yeah it's so, was that the next match? That was, right? Well, no, that the was actually
2: before, match? but that was, like, going on. The next match... Oh, yeah, yeah, That was actually the physical next match was the... uh And it was for the NXT women's title, too. Yeah, this was a fucking Ricky Steamboat
3: match compared to... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, this was... A- let me tell you, folks, this was a technical clinic compared to what we've been watching throughout the entire night. Yeah. Uh, when, Ma- when Mandy Rose is in your work rate match, uh, that'll tell you what you're getting on this fucking card. And uh, she was also is- the comic relief.
2: I mean, let's be honest. Not only was that one of the better matches of the night, with the exception of the opener, in my opinion, uh, it was also the entertainment throughout the evening. Cause it wasn't fucking Joe Gacy and schism that was putting butts in seats tonight. Oh
3: no. Yeah. That was bad. This was man. There was just so much. Oh yeah. Oh shit.
2: And OG, I totally forgot. He's right. It wasn't shots and Quincy putting asses (laughs) in seats tonight either.
3: Well, I mean, I'll tell you it's can put her ass anywhere. She'd like to, Mm. uh, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Shotzi's super attractive. I think the Quincy guy, uh, or I, I don't know, is Quincy is Quincy's non-binary, right? Is that the deal? Don't know. I don't. I don't know either. But Dunno. Quincy, either way, like is is uh, entertaining as a personality. So I didn't. Oh, this was so corny that. though.
2: It was it was corny bad. Like I guess it fits in the overall theme of Halloween havoc and stuff like that. But it was it was baby corny. You know what I mean? Like this is, yeah, it, it was too, like you could have had a little bit more of an adult slant to this. I mean, it's fucking Shotzi, right? <laughs> Are we going to pretend we don't know what Shotzi used to do? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you've got Quincy yeah. here who is overly sexualized. Like he's an overly sexualized person. And it's like, so you have these two people in a situation where they can dress in costumes and this one's just going to come out as a giant banana. Okay. let's not do anything wacky to fucking please the adult audience. Let's go and do some ham and egg Sesame street shit. Oh, you know?
3: Well, that's, that was one of the things about the show. Like it still keeps going back to this idea of like, they have no fucking idea what most of these people are. It's like a, it's like a rough draft of what it should be and who they are and where anything's heading. And when you have something that's this sloppy, this loose, this nonsensical and accomplished fucking nothing. Don't bother.
2: Right. I don't mean, bother getting the show. What was the point of fucking lash legend coming out? Like, what did that do? <laughs> you know what I mean? I would have rather seen the guidos coming out there. <laughs> I don't know, man, <laughs> which leads me to believe by
3: the way, too, how bad must those fucking Italian guys be that they don't make the show?
2: Oh, they were probably Holy just happy f- to not make the show. Are you kidding me?
3: But Mish, imagine how fucking bad they must be that they're like, oh, no, send out the Creed brother and yeah, you know, the how- 12 year old girls beating the fuck out of each other like this. That's how that's how bad he must be that these are the preferred performers on this show.
2: But I would oh, have rather man. have seen them out there. Look, he can't wrestle for shit, but he's fucking at least fun to laugh at. <laughs> and what about Andre Chase? Andre Chase is a beast when it comes to being and, and entertaining. He knows how to, and he actually can work, too. Right. That's what I'm saying. Andre Chase should be out there at least entertaining people. Wait. Isn't Andre Chase injured? Maybe. Maybe. I'd, in a way, I'd, f-
3: almost, I'd almost hope he was as well, an excuse for, like, why he's left off shows like this.
2: Well, he's been doing segments and stuff still. He constantly does the Chase you stuff. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you would think Halloween Havoc would have had a talker like Andre Chase come out there and try to educate people on the history of Halloween, and then somebody <laughs> else comes out there and fucking just puts his, you know, shuts him up or something.
3: Shotzi Shotsy comes out and hits yeah. him with yeah. like a fucking uh, confetti gun or something, like yeah, right. some sort of thing that makes it, you know, somebody with a personality, somebody to add something to this. Well, no, I mean
2: it was. Oh, Chase has oh, been really. wrestling on NXT Level Up. But he's not wrestling in NXT anymore. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Thank you, Crimson. I, I honestly, I sadly don't pay attention to NXT <laughs> Level Up. I'm sorry. I don't know if yeah. I just exposed myself there, but. Yeah. Oh my god!
3: Yeah. Well, you, you you don't watch all 45
2: wrestling shows a week that are available to you, right? Well, apparently Crimson Fury does. There, Oki. <laughs> Oh, we're not giving
3: up. He's helping us out. I like
2: Cruz. Come on. Now. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, but yeah, we Mandy Rose took the win of the match and then they uh, did the backstage with uh, Mackenzie and Zoe Stark and Akita Lyons and do the little talk. And who are these career. guys
3: that came out where I'm like more of small children, more yeah. guys that look like. I'd kick the fuck out of him as a 40 year old man who's five foot eight.
2: Like, why? Adrian Malik. Yeah.
3: Uh, God, what, what was his name? Mal- Malik's
2: lasers? Malik, yeah, Malik Blade.
3: Mal- Malik Blade. Like, yeah, he's from <sighs> the American
2: Gladiators.
3: <laughs> was he? One of the Q tips? Yeah. I'm gonna fucking break these people. God damn He was two.
2: firing the ball gun. Jeez.
3: Said he was he one of the he was the fucking ball gun by the look of it. <laughs> God, this thing, su- the, uh, dude, NXT is looking. If this is what they've got, fucking set, hit the reset button. This shit's bad.
2: Yeah, but Pretty Deadly's okay. I like Pretty Deadly. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, that's yeah. the this- thing is that you're you're right. There's so much cacas in there, but there are some really good diamonds in the rough. I oh, want to see a guy like Chase make it. I want to see Pretty Deadly make it. I want to see Braun yeah. make it. You know, like there's, there's, I want to see Dragon make
3: still, it. Uh, Braun's still iffy. I, if he I still want to
2: see him make it, dude. I think he's yeah. absolutely worth the time to fucking perfect, you know?
3: Yeah. He's got, I mean, I can totally see where the potentiality of him getting good is, but right now he's still not ready to, to be up there either. But mm. like looking at the majority, it's of the wild show, though. Ugh.
2: When you think about it, cause solo came in there and he was ready to go. And so yeah, well, nothing- he's
3: gone already. I know you're going to do learn from Malik blade. Right. Like what the fuck are you going to do with this guy? Like if you, if you get there and you're ready and you have a personality, and you're t- they have to just get you the fuck out of there.
2: Yeah.
3: Because all you're doing is risking getting hurt by one of these fucking green slobs. Right. That will never be worth a nickel. Like I just, I think of some of the people too. And I know that triple H is bringing back a ton of them, but like, A good example of that would be like Anthony Green, who's a dude from this area, Mm. who's very, very fucking charismatic. And I could see why the office might look at a dude like him and not think he has like the look that they would potentially like. I understand that, but he's like fucking, like I said, he's like Ricky Steamboat compared to these fucking goobas. Yeah, get him off TV. These people suck. I imagine that
2: we we talked about it though for a while. I. That bus is coming again, right? Like oh, we can please, pretty much, God. we can pretty much guess at this point that that bus is, is getting real close to picking on some passengers.
3: Do you know, when you see those videos of like the buses in like India or Africa, where they're just like yes. a thousand people on the bus and they're yes. like hanging off the side of the bus. Yeah. They put all of these people on that. I want them building seats on the roof. I want a double decker fucking tally ho. Mm. Get a Brit get that one of those double decker British buses over there and fire a lot of these motherfuckers because they ain't worth a nickel.
2: Main events triple threat for the unified uh NXT title, Dragonoff off McDonough versus Braun Breaker. Uh, 23 minutes 47 seconds.
3: Uh, Mc, McDonough looks like wish.com version of Sean from Boy Meets World. Mc... Uh, that's what I realized tonight.
2: McDonough reminds me of a guy that I knew here in Chicago. That uh, he was a crackhead, like a legitimate <laughs> crackhead, and he died. And I, I, good I worker, s- good worker, though. Yeah, no, he. <laughs> he reminds me of a crackhead I once knew. Ugh, it's awful, dude. <laughs> you remind me of a crackhead. He looked the same face, same. I mean, the crackhead was a little more gaunt, but you know the facial structure and the face, everything else is the same. Work rate is about the same too. You know. It's just,
3: uh, no he, he literally I mean I, it sounds like I'm being so fucking mean here but he had his whole body his frame
2: everything of him I'm like what what is this guy nobody belonged to that match what? with Bron though let's be honest look
3: no, he, dude, Drag, if it was
2: just Dragunov and Bron Breaker that I think the match would have been a million times better I really yes, do dude. because Dragunov, uh exceeds expectations as we've seen him with Walter slash Gunther, um, he's a solid worker. And I think that even though Braun Breaker is a much bigger man, you know, I think him and Dragonov could have put on that fucking match of the night, like easily oh, the match man. of the night, The JD McDonough stuff. <clears throat> it was mostly gag shit in between. Like he was their rest hold. JD McDonough's job tonight was being a rest hold.
3: Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> who wrestled, that does some spots, right. It uh, does some high spots. I'll say this. There's something to him uh that reminds me almost of Spud, but yeah. Spud without the um charisma
2: and the hot wife. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and yeah, I mean, he just really doesn't have those W's going for him. Ooh. But M- McDonough is not, I mean, for all of the things I can say about his physical appearance and like, he looks the, like he
2: belongs know, as Von Wagner's partner. can I can't be just, you know,
3: von Ugh. wagner's uh, dwarf
2: right like he's the guy that makes von wagner look sexy you know <laughs> <laughs> and can i say twins? something about like dragon like twins <laughs> oh yeah yeah he's danny like the DeVito. danny devito and fucking von <laughs> wagner's arnold uh, uh dragon off needs some new gear
3: oh yeah, yeah dude I his like
2: tights that. like I, I get it like he, he's wearing the european shorts but he was wrestling with a wedgie for at least five minutes, like <laughs> an I, yeah, actual I, wedgie. No, let me be honest though, because look, I understand that that's his style and stuff like that. But as a talent, as a wrestler, isn't that the most distracting thing in the world to have your pants, your fucking shorts, bunched up your own asshole? Yeah,
3: play, like I could see his heartbeat between your butt cheeks. Yeah,
2: I could <laughs> see his heartbeat at some points when he was going for pins and shit. You know what I mean? Like. Can, can we get him some baggier pants you know i know it's like dude are
3: you trying to like you know he's <laughs> trying to slap a vein or something what are you doing i, just, I mean
2: like I, I love the guy i fucking love the guy but it i was irritated for him i'm like that just oh, can't yeah. be comfortable man you can't just wear your trunks up your own asshole like that that's just by, not by right the
3: way, i like drag off too but i don't i don't get What what is he like? Is he a composer? Like what is his what is his whole gimmick and character? Like he's he's a sharp. He's like my name is Eli. What is it? Eli? uh, Ela? Eli Dragonov? Is that what Eli Ela. Dragonov. And he comes out like doing conductor shit. Yes. And wearing a big like like, like,
2: European Seth Rollins. That's what he is.
3: (laughs) Don't say that. That's mean. (laughs) <laughs> he starts coming out
2: He starts coming no, out No 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 it out. wouldn't be like that It'd be ja 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 ja
3: <laughs> He comes out and goes Ho 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 Oh, ho oh, oh, Ho oh, oh, oh. And then idiots on the internet are like That's a gimmick Ugh. That's a great character He laughs wow And he moves his arms holy shit <laughs> He <laughs> like, moves his arms <laughs>
2: Like he moves him around. I've never seen a man out. move his arms in Europe before.
3: Oh man, a European arm mover That's wild. I mean, I'm rooting for him because I think the dude has a lot of intangibles and I think he's a fucking really
2: solid fucking worker. No. Yeah. At this point, just can you bring him up and put him with Gunther please?
3: Uh, yeah. And by the way, it's unfortunate that that dude's name is Ludwig because to right. me, I look at him, like I said, I see, a composer type right. in my head, like the way that he does shit. I'm like in my mind, like him coming out, doing the thing with his arms, it kind of like closing his eyes, looking at the crowd. I'm like,
2: I can see that. Like well, he's here's, like, here's how you translate that to a wrestling gimmick, right? Hmm. That whole composer thing is based around being meticulous, based around being a perfectionist. And so what you do is you kind of drive that storyline of him being a composer and appreciating classical music the same way that he appreciates dismantling opponents. Yes,
3: yeah, like the the comp- uh, uh serial killer composer kind of, of shit, right? Like a composer of violence, if you will.
2: Right. Like he sits there and you can have, you know, like little backgrounds or or little interviews where he's sitting there and just randomly talking about different parts of the human body and how easy it is to like, you know, paralyze somebody or kill them. If you, you know, dis- disable different parts of the body, like this the is quiet the shit
3: music could, playing, right? And he's yes. real
2: soft spoken. You don't have to get loud and crazy. Matter of fact, the soft spokenness would almost make him seem even more devastating. You know, could you, could you
3: imagine on that WWE show, somebody coming out to piano music? Like I I'm saying this in like a non Hardy har har way, but like you would stand out. Yeah. so much on yeah. that show if the lights went out and you came out to some classical music in the same way kind of like remember the whole thing with mankind haha ha. right you know, like it would be different it would be totally different but for some reason like i said they've done just, it a
2: few times
3: i see that with him i seem just, to
2: remember that that's been done a few times and it does work like the yes. whole classical composer music and stuff like that but i think with dragon off you don't even want to go full composer I think you just want to have something as simple as like piano work or a violin, you know, like, and not loud, screechy Shinsuke Nakamura violin stuff. Just, you know, something classy and mellow. And it's a completely deep. It's completely interesting because it deflates. Shut the fuck up. It completely is deflating (laughs) because the. uh, (laughs) (laughs) heal the night folks uh, <laughs> 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 mm.
3: that was well you know what that was better than the main event ah yeah that was more aggressive and believable than anything that fucking anybody did on this show tonight
2: <laughs> <laughs> but i think he, that you could like, totally uh, do that with him and i think it's like it, if you use him to deflate the audience right like the music is supposed to get people geared up The wrestlers come out getting geared up and you have Dragunov come out there wearing a fucking M. Bison cloak, reading a book, walking slowly to the ring while slow classical music plays. You're going to start fucking with people's heads after a while.
3: Yeah. Eventually, you'll have something there which uh, is different enough. Yeah. And, uh, man, we can't have another guy. What are we going to do? Put a mouthpiece in and have him walk out and try to be a tough guy like it's just no. like yeah no one's no one's buying that from this dude
2: and that's what you do too is and you keep his wrestling style the same you have him have matches up against a guy like seamus where he comes out all fucking like that's a perfect fucking feud right there right Dragonoff off versus seamus seamus comes out with the rowdy boys and they're all fucking yeah oh, we're irish and we like to drink and fight and blah 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 and they're in the <laughs> fucking right. ring and butch is like ah oh, look at this fucking pansy and out comes fucking Dragunov with a fucking cloak and a book and it's playing <laughs> classical music. And he gets in the ring, and they're all fucking laughing at him, right? They're all making fun of him, pointing and shit. And then the bell hits, and Dragunov just starts kicking the absolute shit out of Seamus, out of <laughs> fucking nowhere. And literally in two minutes or three minutes, he pins Seamus, and everybody's like, what the actual fuck just happened? <laughs> And he just, you know, and after the match he just puts on the cloak. He doesn't even raise his hand or nothing. He just puts on the cloak, grabs his book, and then just walks to the back. You and know? he
3: just goes, he just leaves peacefully with his nice mm-hmm. quiet music. You create it. Well, that's that's the problem is just, that's actually a character. And oh,
2: yeah.
3: But instead, it's not even then, that we crazy just a, skateboard. Of a character. I don't know. Something oh, like shit.
2: That. But that's not even that crazy of a character. It's, it's subliminal. Like, it's the whole idea of The meek shall inherit the earth, right? The people that are, are the quiet ones are the ones that you're supposed to watch out for. Like he is literally that idiom, Joe. He's the quiet one that you're supposed to watch out for. There's a reason people don't try to bully the quiet people because they're (laughs) the ones that are going to fucking snap and shoot up a church. You know,
3: Yeah, they've learned. These right. people have learned. They're like, "Oh, all right. We'll leave that. That guy is just quiet
2: enough to leave them." Alone. Oh, okay. You stop it with that. He said, "Why doesn't he put his hands in his pockets?" No. Oh, man. Stop that. Oh. That would you. be. A, that would be
3: cool. Yeah. They should do that and then <laughs> invest millions of dollars in him.
2: Give him some sunglasses to really top off the motif.
3: That would uh. be a brilliant idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyways, match yeah i mean we talked a little bit about the main event uh that's pretty much it it goes off the air no austin theory which i was really disappointed with i thought the whole austin theory thing could have been a fun idea but uh yeah no he didn't cash it in i thought it would be weird too and the way i was explaining it uh to to other people earlier was if austin theory cashed in and stole that belt from Braun breaker right like for most people would be like well why in the hell would he do that why wouldn't he go up against Roman? Why wouldn't he go up and try and get the main event title? I'm like, cause he's a heel and he's a chicken shit heel and he's a weak heel, Joe. And so what he does, which would make sense is that he wants to go down to NXT and just beat greenhorns, just <laughs> right. beat the shit out of rookies all day, every day right, because right, it right. feeds his heel ego. He doesn't right. care who he beats as long as he constantly beats them. And <laughs> so it's like the story you tell is, Austin Theory runs rampant and starts kicking the shit out of everyone and doing whatever the fuck he wants to people because he is a a more talented individual until until somebody fucking rises up and takes him out and then that's it's where he starts it's his
3: who are you to doubt Al Dandy moment yeah like just him so you know what it sounds like people are saying that you're trying to give your to go against weaker competitors what weaker competitors. Right. Not me, not Austin Theory, you know, I'm the you know, fighting his champion you've got. Right. It's like who's he, who's he going to fight? He'll fight uh, uh what's his name? Malik. Yeah. Malik, yeah, Malik Blade, Blade. <laughs> in uh, his sweater vest. <laughs> right. Beat him in fucking 2 minutes. Uh, who are you to doubt Malik Blade?
2: Oh, it's it's going to be Austin Theory versus Edris Anofi in the main event tonight. Ugh. Oh my god. But that's great though because See, and I also think it's really unique, something to do with the Money in the Bank title that's never been done before. And it also puts a little bit more eyes on NXT. Like, there's a lot of different positives uh, to that idea. I don't know. After tonight, man, I'm
3: starting well, to think there shouldn't be as many eyes on NXT.
2: <laughs> well, it seems like the WWE guys do just fine with the NXT people. It's just oh, well, NXT yeah, versus a, NXT hey, That's people.
3: what they got to do that.
2: I mean, right. it's,
3: clearly you cannot have this green talent doing this because it is this is what you get. Right. And it's real fucking bad. Really, really bad.
2: See, the only problem with that is him taking it from Braun Breaker. Now, if JD McDonough won that match for some fucking reason and Austin Theory took it off of him, then you could begin that reign of terror. Because I don't want to see Dragunov lose to uh, to Theory. And I don't want to see Braun Breaker lose to Theory either. You know what I mean? But if McDonough was the one that lost or won it and lost to fucking Theory, I think you could do something with that. Because even then... Bron Breaker and Dragunov have to get their shot against McDonough before they get their shot against theory. Right. And, and right. by by the way, the rules work, the rules, <laughs> the rules. Right. Yeah. Well, that's,
3: that's how you would work that. But yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like at this point, like when it comes to that money in the bank thing is, is they guarded enough that I, I can't see them doing that with NXT. And right now, especially, like I said, with how bad it looks down there, I, I, wouldn't want people tuning in and seeing I just this. think
2: tonight was a bad night. I I, I don't want to poo poo on the whole thing. Look, I think a lot of shit was exposed tonight, clearly. Yes. But I don't true. I don't think that NXT overall is a bad brand. I think it's doing pretty well. And and I I'll give HBK the benefit of the doubt. He's only had it for like what, a month? Eh, I'll give him some more time.
3: Well, if I was Shawn Michaels after watching this show tonight, I'd be like, everybody better be ready to be in the fucking <laughs> seven a.m. tomorrow yeah. morning because seven,
2: 7 a.m. meeting. Yes,
3: yeah, we are get you are all getting called in because this was a fucking joke. Well, yeah. this was a bad show. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I said agree. Mandy. Mandy was your fucking workhorse tonight,
2: guys. And Wesley and I really liked that opening match. Like if yeah. if NXT Halloween Havoc was if the main event was that match, the opener, I think I would have gone home a little bit happier tonight. You know what I mean? Right.
3: And it's, and that's still like, it's meant that's just a spot match with a bunch of good shit. Like it's right. like, a, it accomplished what it was supposed to, as far as like, you know, getting a big moment, Wesley right. winning, right. but it's still even hard to call something like that, a straight up match. Now at this point, when it's two guys or it's a tag team, no, match I get you because there's left. so much
2: added gimmicks and shit like that inside the ring. Yeah. That- There's too many other alternatives for the match being good. I mean, it's a car crash at some point, basically. I mean, Von Wagner turned it into a car crash.
1: Right. (laughs) You know.
0: Wrestling Soup will be right back.
1: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
2: But overall, favorite, worst match of the night, overall grade.
3: Uh, God. Uh, it, it's almost like you have to give the opener the favorite by default just because it was the only thing that was like, with the exception of Mandy's match, that could be construed as something half decent. Yeah. I mean, even the main. I
2: Main wasn't bad. It just, <laughs> it, it just didn't deliver on the same level. Like,
3: no, I'd not. probably
2: put the main above Mandy even. And I love Mandy and I love fucking toxic attraction, but yeah, Yeah. no, I'd say the opener first and then, uh, but uh, go on, go on. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah. I mean, the worst thing on this show, uh, wow. This is like picking a favorite child in the opposite. Uh, it was mostly fucking bad. It was mostly really, really bad. Uh, I guess if I had to pick a worse, it would be the, the girl's brawl. Yeah the fucking mall madness match. If you will, I, it was just fucking terrible. <laughs> I, as f- fuck
2: <laughs> Jesus. That's a retro the, dig.
3: Oh, we got the, the, the poly pocket fucking yeah. melee. Yeah. This, um, this show gets a big fat fucking F big wow. old stinky fucking rotten ass F because I, maybe it's worse because i went into it being like oh this, this could be fun and instead i was like this was garbage yeah this was a absolutely fucking trash show if you didn't watch this show i would recommend not going back and watching it i'd recommend taking that 3 hours and going in the yard and staring at a fucking i don't know just Laying down on your, just, just plank on the ground for three hours. It would be a better spent fucking time than to watch the show. It was really, really fucking bad.
2: Favorite match for myself. Uh, obviously the ladder match for the North American title. Uh, yeah. It was Wesley's time to shine and they gave it to him and he did everything he could out there. He took some crazy bumps. Uh, everybody was doing a good job. I enjoyed the spots. You know, Von Wagner was carrying people too, which was interesting. Overall, it was, uh, it was probably easily, uh, by far, my favorite match of the night. Worst match of the night. Um, I don't know. It's a toss-up. Uh, like you said, there's, there's definitely a couple of uh, uh, matches in the running, but I'm going to go with Apollo Cruz versus Grayson Waller because I didn't get my fire sauce, and I was very <laughs> upset by that. If you've ever eaten a dry taco from Taco Bell, there is not too many things worse in this world than eating a taco from Taco Bell with no fucking fire sauce. Maybe the only thing
3: that could also make it fair to label that the worst is because it was one of the only matches that contained what you should consider a fairly seasoned fucking performer.
2: Right. You know what I mean? I I haven't seen the match, so I'm just joking about that. But legitimately, I'd go with the girls. Watching Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez out there, I was actually a little deflated because... Both of these girls had great matches and I would, yeah, I'd even say great matches with Ripley and fucking uh, rock uh, Perez or Raquel. Right. Sorry. Raquel Gonzalez. Um, yeah. By the
3: way, this is also like, why is Raquel on the main roster? This show is why Raquel is on the main roster. Right. Oh no,
2: totally. Well, it's, we, we, I don't think we ever said that, you know, she shouldn't have been on the main roster. She, no. she fits it. It's girls like Aaliyah that mean you kind of scratch our heads going, why in the fuck is she on the main roster? That's one of those people, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this match was mmm, mmm, it's cockers. I mean, yeah. a lot of butt, a lot of butt shots. So, I mean, I guess it wasn't the worst thing, but
3: Well, this is what's, overall, what's funny to me the grade like,
2: though, I'll give it about a yeah. C, C minus. Wow, that's but really fair. Let me explain why. Um, I really did enjoy the cinematics, the the Mandy Rose toxic attraction, all the fire stuff was fun to watch. I appreciate the cinematic side of WWE lately. I think they're getting better at it and you know, they, they put some time into it. All those fucking Halloween costumes and the creepy fucking factor that they had going on there all work. I mean, that's like actual fucking work. And as far as the promo packages in between everything, the promo packages for Charlotte, the promo packages for Bianca, the promo packages for Cody, I really enjoyed the fuck out of those too. And I know that usually that doesn't make a show, but in this case, they put out so many promo packages that it was almost feeling like I was watching a WWE special more <laughs> than I was actually watching a pay-per-view. So when Dude. you look at it like that and you take into account that I think the main event was definitely the second best match of the night, in my opinion, and the first best being the fucking, uh, the ladder match I, I had, a, I had at least a decent enough time. C minus the bad was awful, was awful, was, was, <laughs> was fucking awful. Don't get it twisted. But I think that the other aspects of the show was enough to make me go through it and go, this was average. This was average.
3: Oh, see, I I couldn't even give it average. And by the way, like if someone was like, You're being really hard on this show, I'm like, I don't know, man. I didn't go into this show. I'm not, I'm not tired. I didn't have a shitty day. I actually had a really nice day.
2: You
3: got got a a tattoo
2: and I'm really sorry about the video for people that are expecting us to do video. It's totally my fault if you guys didn't hear us talking about our taxes for the first hour and shit. (laughs)
3: But yeah, like, like it's not like I went into this, like, oh, I fucking can't wait to hate this. Like, I I like the NXT shows typically. Yeah. And they're fun. It's a Halloween
2: show. Usually an easy couple hours, you know, a few hours. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I'm also usually a little bit more lenient for a couple different reasons. One, NXT show, I tend to give them a little more leeway uh, because it's a developmental, of course. And then also on top of that, like, I'm like, I expect this to be silly. Right. I know that there's going to be an appearance from Chucky. Right. Like, I'm not going into it expecting it to be fucking, you know, super serious, you know, shit. Right. But at the same time, like, my my expectations are to get something a little loosey-goosey and goofy. And you instead gave me complete garbage. Right. Absolute fucking trash. I, I'll be interested to see what some other people say about this show. Which is usually what I, how I feel when I watch something that's either really good or really really bad. Well, Anything that's in the middle, I'm like, eh, whatever. But like, when something's this bad, I, I will be really interested to see people be like, oh no, actually, like J D. McDonough is gonna be the fucking big stuff. I was just like, oh,
2: yeah, you're please. gonna see that. You're gonna see that. There's definitely a lot of those tweets where people were giving all three of those guys praises, match of the night, everything else like that. Oh, so well, I did see it. And, and you know what? Two out of three of those guys, I'm totally on board with. Just not the crackhead. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that pretty much covers the show. We got a new soup up for everybody that uh, didn't check it out on the Patreon stuff or didn't listen live. And um, we also have this post-show going up probably in the next uh, 45 minutes.
0: So, will yeah. wait for tomorrow.
2: There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, we got it here. We'll see you guys. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to see you Tuesday with Kevin or if I'm going to see you guys Wednesday with Kevin, but that's when I'll see you. And of course I'll, hey. I will be doing a Monday night mish recap this week as well. So you guys will have that to look forward to on like probably Tuesday night. Cause it takes a little bit for me to put that, all that shit together. So it takes some doing,
3: well, let me yeah. know if you're kicking around. I I'm already like, dude, this is I'm old man. This is past my bedtime. Yeah, still. no,
2: I feel you dude. I want to go and watch some TV and watch some Jersey shore. There's a new Jersey shore episode. I got to check out. So, Oh, yeah. It's Jersey, Thursday,
3: Jersey on a Sunday.
2: Well, so it's the end of the season. So it's the season ender. But when they're done with the season, they give you two episodes of like the reunion. But for some reason, Amazon prime only gave me the second episode, not the first. So I can't watch the second episode without watching the first episode. So the email (laughs) notified me and said, Hey, we made a mistake. Here's both episodes. Oh, this is how
3: they fucking with you. Just like, Thursday night football is so shitty that they had to debut Taylor Swift's album during it to get people to watch it. <laughs> they booked all these awful fucking football games and nobody's paying, So they're like, Hey, you guys want to hear fucking Taylor Swift's new album. And so
2: it's just too much football on too many days. That's the problem. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the NFL, but the idea that it's on four days a week, get the fuck out of here.
0: Right, yeah, That's tough. And that's I got to watch
2: four episodes of WWE and I got to watch four episodes of AEW. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, <I don't laughs> and and so. if you're
3: going to make me watch it that fourth day, you got to give me something that's interesting. Right. It can't be the Broncos versus a ham sandwich. Like right. it just, just hire a
2: popular you. actress and make her strip completely naked. And I'll watch every goddamn episode, <laughs> you know, like, Oh, who's what's her name is coming back. She's, she just signed a four movie deal. Uh, The girl from Mean Girls. Uh, Oh. um, The one that that was a complete mess. Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. She's back. She's back and she's acting and she's got a new movie that's coming out and she's got a four movie deal. Really? Yeah, she's going to be around for a minute again. Wow.
3: I don't Uh, think I've ever seen somebody so fucking, (laughs) I don't know, whether it was she sabotaged herself or other people sabotaged her. I just remember back in the day, just being like, "All right, so this girl's massively popular. What's yeah. her deal? She has
2: red hair and giant tits." You oh know, my god! god. Yeah. How did I totally forget to tell you about this? Hmm. So, um, Sammy's wife Tay is doing OnlyFans. She's doing. News. Oh god! Well, New she better make Only that. Fans. They better make
3: that money while they can.
2: Yeah, <laughs> twenty dollars.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, if they they better make that money because if AEW, better tags, make that money. Sorry. They're done. I mean, they're done. WWE already hates Tay. Uh, they wouldn't use Sammy because Sammy's the shits and he's already fucking caused more than enough problems. They're just zesty Mike and Maria. That's yeah, what oh, I yeah. call them. Yeah, yeah. That's it. They're just a they're seasoned Mike and Maria. And I don't mean seasoned in the ring. It's just a spicy Latin version of shithead Mike and Maria. <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing their value. Actually, no, Maria's way way and i know you hate her but she's way way
2: way more talented than tay that's about it and i don't know they're they're kind of the same level it's just i look at tay actually not like maria i looked at tay more like a velvet sky
3: oh see i think she's well velvet sky is homely, in my opinion well i don't even mean visually
2: i just mean attitude wise personality wise i I see them being very similar maria isn't that uh Maria isn't that direct with the way that she talks to people and stuff like that. Maria forms at least a false humility when she's when she's talking about her promotion now. No, she's just and entitled. Like that. She's right. just entitled Yeah, but Velvet Sky baby. is a different thing. She's she's a mean girl, like a legit oh, mean girl. A pig. She's yeah. a pig.
3: P. I. G. Oh, Big totally. old fucking
2: greasy pig. Yeah, I never Jeez, I won't sucks. forget about what she used to say about John and shit. Fuck her, dude.
3: Oh no She's just she just sucks anyway. She's just a fucking talentless broad that somehow worked her way into making all money in wrestling oh, well, and wrestling. It's
2: not somehow nothing. She started with April Hunter, went to the Hardy's, went to a bunch of other people, ended up with Bubba. You know? Yeah? Like,
3: come on. Yeah, what a nice way to end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking asshole. Maybe her and Jordan Grace should be friends.
2: Oh, you think she likes Cliff Bars too? I think she likes oatmeal. Oatmeal and pull ups, baby. Oh, God. All right, I'm fucking tired. I'm out of here. Much yeah, love, everybody. Special. We will see you soon. Thank you very much. Peace.